know, as far as Franklin goes, um, I picked this place because of where it was. Right. Franklin has, I think, the most opportunity for small businesses of any town in the area. Mm -hmm. Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM and 102.9 on the local Franklin Mass area dial. Here today at Allegra with Jim Barton for an in-person interview, one of the few that we've done coming out of this pandemic. Jim, good morning and thank you for doing this. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me and uh, looking forward to discussing you know, Franklin and all things community. Yeah, so let's start with there. What What's kind of your Franklin story? What brought you, your family, into the area and then gradually get into how, what you're doing here business-wise? Early in life, I had family in Rentham, and my overarching memory was going to the Thanksgiving Day football game in the 70s mm. and 80s and absolutely getting annihilated <laughs> by Franklin <laughs> High School um, and spent a lot of time in that 140 corridor with my family and had a great time. Uh, later in life, we came here uh, in 2018. Um, I had decided that I couldn't work for anybody else anymore after a long corporate career, Right. and uh, my better half, Cindy had taken early retirement from Bose Corporation, okay. where we met incidentally. Sure. Uh, and I saw this little business on the business Businesses for Sale website, mm -hmm. and everyone I talked to said, you ought to mind, it's a print shop. It's a dead <laughs> industry. Why would you want to do that, Jim? Uh, and I kind of, where other people saw a dead end, I saw opportunities. So, we decided that we would make a go of it and put a bin in and do our due diligence mm -hmm. and ended up getting it. And the, the genesis of the purchase wasn't because I wanted to own a print company. The genesis of the idea was that in my corporate career, I worked for several very large Fortune 50 companies at various levels. Right. Um, my audience was always small businesses. Sure. And when I saw Allegra, one of the things that I had noticed over the last five years of my, I was doing a lot of consulting and working for different companies in different capacities mm -hmm. on a per diem basis. Sure. Was that most small companies lack the resources of larger companies. Yeah. Particularly in areas of marketing and mm -hmm. sales engagement. Sure. So when I saw Allegra, because the first word after Allegra in our title is marketing, Allegra marketing, print and mail. Mm -hmm. And then I started to investigate the industry. Nobody was really focusing on the marketing. And mm -hmm. I thought that maybe if we could get in there and move the business to more of a consult consultative model, model mm -hmm. that we could help small businesses grow. Yeah. We could help them find customers. We could do it in a more efficient way. We could make it affordable for them. Mm -hmm. I can offer them a perspective that most people in, in a print shop don't have because right. of my 20-something years of marketing. Well, yours experience. was a broader-based thing, corporate environment, yeah. and a lot of re a lot. I can't say because I haven't studied the market, <laughs> but I would think that most of the print shops generally were kind of mom-and-pop type shops. Correct. They grew up in the neighborhood, so they knew the neighborhood, yeah. but they really didn't have the the breadth that you can bring into it. Yeah, you know, and they're, they're printers, they're trades, and it works great, and they're mm -hmm. incredibly good at it in yes. most cases. Right. Um, I have no experience in printing and I'm not all that good at it. I have a terrific team that is great at it, but that's not my, my responsibility. So, you know, we thought that we could turn this into a small business focused um, 
advertising and marketing agency, and then we would create the assets that people mm -hmm. need to execute the plan. So you just happened to do print. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so you know that's kind of uh, why we started, and we walked in here on June 18th. So it's almost four-year anniversary to you know wow. this week. Okay. Yep. So congrats. Kind of a, thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, it, it's, it's, it takes a village. I mean, it takes it took my team and it took this town to to propel us to where we're at now. Right. Uh, so, and we just started to meet people and get involved in the community and find out what people's needs were. And we're here four years later. We are over double in size where we were even with COVID. Mm -hmm. um, we have, they had three employees when I bought this place. We have seven, we'll probably be hiring more okay. in the next six months. And, uh, you know, as far as Franklin goes, um, I picked this place because of where it was. Right. Franklin has, I think, the most opportunity for small businesses of any town in the area. Mm -hmm. I think it probably has the most active civic environment I've ever seen. Yeah. There are more people willing to do good, whether it's cultural or <coughs> political or yeah. the food pantry or charities or nonprofits. It's just humbling. Yeah. How many people are involved in making this community better yeah. in so many different ways? Yeah. One of the side things I've been doing with uh, between Franklin Matters and the TV and radio, there's over a hundred nonprofits based here in Franklin. See, I didn't even know it was that big. That's even it's, more amazing it's than over, I really thought. Now, granted, some of them are the PCCs and you look at the youth sports, the, the soccer, the baseball. But to the extent that there's so much here, you've got all the different ranges of the sports. You've got all the youth groups, you get the PCCs, and then, yeah, to your point, we've got HMEA, which is probably the largest nonprofit servicing the autism and mental health space and physical disability space. Food pantry, obviously, is a fairly big one, but there's a bunch of others that are all doing different work. And there's the ones that are based here, at least according to the corporate tax. Yeah. There are others in the nonprofit space, like New Hope, based in Attleboro, I think, yep. services here because of the women's issues they address, et cetera, um, and others that are like that. So yeah, it's it's a busy place. And we, you know, we one of the things that when we built the charter for the company was that, you know, you can't do business in a community if you're not part of it and you're not right. active in it. And I think one of the things that we're most proud of is the amount of people that we can However, we can assist them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's donations. Sometimes it's time. A lot of times, it's it's somebody says, "I don't know how to do X," and I I know how to do that, and we'll just right. figure it out together. Sure. And you get to meet people and become friends with people. And I love the days where you know you get like three or four different committees and companies, and mm -hmm. you, they're all in here getting stuff or looking for things and that we can do for them. And then they talk to each other. And I can introduce people and say, they're like, oh, I didn't know you did X. And then all of a sudden, you've got a whole nother thread going. Yep. And yep. it's yeah. it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, we it's a short time we've been here, but it's uh, it's awesome. I just, I like being here. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's very busy, which works for me. There's just yes. so much going on. Yeah. So <laughs> many, yeah. The variety is the spice of life is a, <laughs> a, a worthy phrase. Yes. Yeah. No, it's and fun. It's fantastic. So, yeah, that's, that's how we kind of came here and, and what's been going on. And we just, we have very large plans. We did not build this to be, I mean, it's always going to be a small business, so to speak. I'm, right. I'm not going to build a conglomerate or anything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, in my long-term vision, I, I see us you know, three or four times what we are now. I'd love to have 15, 20 local employees. Mm -hmm. um, I love the fact that, you know, we're able to provide for the economy in a lot of different ways. Sure.
yeah. especially service in the businesses, which especially in the small businesses, well, is, a, could key, help them is get a, key, a key driver for people. the economy. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, and and that, you know we've actually had a couple of cases um, with some clients that like I'm really proud to say that we we had to stop a couple times and pause the marketing because they were getting to the point where they were getting above their capacity. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a great problem to have. Right. Right. <laughs> It is. <laughs> and I, it and is. I said, okay, now I know we're, we're on to something. And, right. and they're like, I'm so sorry, we've got to pause it. I'm like, no, 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 man, we're, no, we're killing no. it. You're killing it. Let's, yeah. you know, we're here for you. So, you know, when the time's right, and, and, you know, that's, again, they'll hire another crew and they'll get more employees or mm -hmm. they'll buy more equipment from a company that's local to, right. you know, right. and, I, and I just like, that's yeah. to me, the net, net of it is, you know, Keeping it around here, keeping mm -hmm. it local. Lo keeping it local is kind of cliche these days, but it's true. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's local plus. I mean, because yeah. it's not just Franklin; it's the neighboring communities. We're in Massachusetts. We're in New England, so we're mindful of those relationships because while every there's a lot of stuff here, we're interconnected in many ways, and yeah. that that helps too. Oh, absolutely. No, it's it's uh, it's all it, it comes full circle in so many ways, mm -hmm. and it starts sometimes is is. You know, some of the clients we now work with started with, I need a graduation time for my niece. And we do it for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like graphic designer George or Cindy comes up with something and they love it. And then they were all type of a friend that needs something for a company and they're like, just go see him. It can be as, it's, it's organic as we do a lot of postage. We're, I think, the number one customer for the post <laughs> office, post office mm -hmm. by, a, by a long shot. Right. And, uh, and you know we'll get calls going. Somebody came into the post. I went to the post office and I talked to X, and they said I need to call you. So it's pretty gratifying. I right. mean, and, and you know we want to continue to be a part in the community success, just as they've been a part of ours. Yeah, and I think to the extent that there is that kind of organic growth by delivering, and then commit living to the commitments you've made which you're also able to help the businesses so if they if they start getting overwhelmed they got to step back yeah. pause make sure they get whatever it is together whether it's machines or people process whatever so that they can continue to deliver yeah. because ultimately that's really what's going to continue to help drive the businesses yeah. if you can deliver on your commitments then people say well yeah go <laughs> Well, and that's, you know, that one of the things, the other things about being different in this sector for us was that the timelines in this sector are typically really long because that's just the way they've always been and people mm -hmm. have accepted the fact that what I consider to be a smaller job can take a week or more. Right. Um, you know, Cindy and I made a really big commitment to invest in this business um, and our physical plant has probably been renewed, in, which is unusual in this business, completely over the last two and a half to three years. Mm -hmm. So. We did it with an eye towards automation, with an eye towards efficiency, so that we can deliver things in timelines. Because most smaller businesses, sometimes you don't know that need is a need until it's right upon you. Right. And it's right in front of your face. And yeah. you got to call somebody going, man, I know it's not fair, but I need to have this in a day or two. Mm -hmm. um, and being a former small business owner, being somebody who serviced small business for decades, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. You can tell people all along you need to plan better, but it's really not a realistic goal because sometimes these things just come up. Just like, so I want to be able to react with them at the same meter and cycle and timelines as them so that we can make sure that we don't miss an opportunity as a business. And I don't right. want them to miss an opportunity no. for whatever no. it is. And, yeah. you know, um, that to me is like really being a good partner. And, and sometimes, you know, 
we have to go to extraordinary measures, but that's just kind of like my job is to make their job easy. Yeah. And that's how we really do mm -hmm. it here. And it, sometimes people, you know, they'll say, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but <laughs> and I'm but. like, hey, we got it. You know, uh -huh. that's just, yeah. and we'll shut, move things around and look uh -huh. at the schedule. And I've got a terrific team of, you know, people and uh -huh. we just do it. And yep. it's, you know, I, I told everybody, I said, our jobs to make their job easy. Uh -huh. That's it. Right. And if we do that right, we do it for a fair price, everybody wins. Yeah, and then as much as you focus kind of on the marketing, it's really that word of mouth that helps drive as well. Because it's both, having, yeah. Yeah, having delivered and people being aware, and then they'll say, oh, yeah, well, talk to Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Allegra, check out what they can do. So. And it's also, you know, in, in a lot of different industries, how you acquire customers. Um, people get in a pinch. And they're going to look for the person who can deliver the solution mm -hmm. in, the, in the timeline that they have. And we have a lot of larger corporate clients that are local. That that's how we they found us. They mm -hmm. just called us panicked. Right. You know, I've got you know a couple of really big clients that gave us impossible deadlines. And I'm like, all right, if I got to stay here till three in the morning, mm -hmm. so they can get this stuff at eight. Right. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And people don't forget that right it's nice of them not to forget that for absolutely. Our absolutely yeah so yeah no I just uh, but yeah no that's that's it. this is this this community is so active it's I was just telling you before we started like I'm one of those lucky people who can't take a day off right now <laughs> there's just stuff happening everywhere and you know we just I was talking to Joe at the 4th of July yeah and then Kay Kelly and mm -hmm. um, you know uh, God I can the, the list goes on yeah, there is. I know. I, from a news perspective, I I, I miss some things yeah. because there's just so much going yeah. on. Marsha Tini yesterday at the postcard you got in your hand, and so yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a good problem to have. Absolutely, absolutely. There is a lot happening. Yes, and in the, your location here, specifically in this downtown cross or crossroads crossing station. Um, by the train tracks, you've got Agway, La Cantina. They're expanding. This is targeted, at least from a town perspective as well. They clearly want to focus on the downtown with their MAPC study, but this is one of the adjacent areas that, that has some opportunity. And I think you see that as well. I do. It, it's, uh, it's, a, you know, it's an interesting space because it's so heavily traveled, but it's so often overlooked. People tend to go by. Oh, trust me, they go by <laughs> really fast. Um, <laughs> you can see it from where we're sitting right now. Yeah. Um, but there's so much. I think that 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 there's so much that could be done down here. Mm -hmm. I think you know you mentioned the rail trail. Possibly we know that um, you know La Cantina is looking to expand their operations, and, and they're just a fun place to hang out. Sure. Well, you put a food yeah. truck in front of that place, and it's 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 a good afternoon. Absolutely. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and now they're expanding from wine to beer. I mean, yeah, what's wrong yeah. with that? Bob was telling me that. He was in here the other day telling me. So, um, but I, I'd love to see, you know, for us, we do probably more B2B. We, mm -hmm. Anybody that walks in and needs help, right. we help them. That's, right. that's, our, that's how we do it. Um, but I think at the destination, I think Bob, Bob will have help with that. I think, mm -hmm. you know, people need to sit. And, like Acapulco is still a great place to hang out. And, yeah. But I think they kind of lost some of their... Their mojo, they, they moved in COVID, and it seems like it's coming back because they've been busier lately. Because right. I noticed, because they're a few hundred feet from my door. Uh, yeah. But I do yeah. think there's huge opportunity um, both in and around this building. Um, mm -hmm. If you look behind here, 
Um, there's, there's plenty of space. The entire, the entire mill complex. Yeah, the mill complex. And the bookstore had closed. Yeah. That still is space that's questionable at some point. And yeah. the one thing I think the town needs to look at is how to, and, and I know that they have looked at it because, uh, you know, I, 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 we talked to pretty much everybody, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's Gus or Jamie or any right. folks from the town hall, yeah. is how do you get people to walk down here? Yeah. And I think it's kind of chicken or the egg. I think you'll have a few destination places. I think what, what Bob's got in mind mm -hmm. for La Cantina sure. will be, yeah. people will come. Right. And I think it would be nice if, because it's not far. It's no. just such a, you know. It, it is. But if you look at it like a like big triangle, you get Dean and then you've got the town hall area and then you've got here. If we can get people down here. Um, I mean, I, we've seen some really good uh, places open up downtown. The Cupcake Gar, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, did not continue, but Birchwood came in, and Frederico's done. That place is just yeah, wow. <laughs> they, they've almost kicked it up a notch if that was possible. I think they have. <laughs> yeah, you know they were both good, but no, I think Frederico has a had a vision for this. I knew him; he was coming in here to get assets way before they opened. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was anticipating that opening with great. Yes, <laughs> and I was so happy when he opened it, and it was amazing. Yeah, and him and his wife. But if we could get that kind of like a Bob thing or, mm -hmm. or even even more down here, I think yeah. it just makes the town more complete. Right. And and it's just so much land down there. There's not too much dirt in this town. There's a lot in this area. Yeah. And I think yeah. from a, a developable perspective, there's much to be done. And mm -hmm. I think, I don't know what the total plan is for the mill, but it's really cool inside. And it I is. think if they could develop it in a way that people could kind of go in there and use it. And I hate to say the word mall because I, the, those no, are not, not no. really in vogue okay, anymore, in, but it's yeah. just such a cool space. Yeah, it and, could be an yeah. in, in, in incubator type space yeah. or whatever, workspace, whatever. Um, and, and then you've got McDonough, the McDonough, right? Mm -hmm. What Rick's doing down on the other side near Hayward. Right. And I'm really curious to see how that evolves yeah. as well. So. For sure, because that's a big space in the town with their mixed business innovation zone yeah. created specifically for that space, uh, the opportunity is going to be good to really try and fill that with the variety of pieces, like there's a variety of here. Yeah. I was just starting to say, the um, even in the mill store, the um, the crafts work that they do with the fiber, and the varieties of fiber ways that they do stuff, that's, that's amazing. And then you've gotten the old uh, Aubuchon Hardware downtown sports expanded their Carpe Diem field, so now they've got yeah. true indoor sports stuff. Um, it, the variety here is just, you know, it's impressive. Yeah. Well, I, I look at it this way. If the parents are going to be going and they're going to be, you know, playing s soccer, wouldn't it be cool if they could, like, have a glass of wine or get a great cup of coffee and a mm -hmm. muffin? Right. And it was connected, you know, and yep. people felt it was one place because I just... I, uh, you know, I think there's there's just huge opportunity for people with the right vision. Um, yeah. and, and listen, it's hard because it's we're heading into an uncertain economic climate. And but I do think one of the the things that I didn't know about Franklin when we got here four mm -hmm. years ago was that the people that invest the time in the town and support the town. And it's not a quid pro quo. Mm -hmm. It's just the way people are here. Mm -hmm. You know. Once you just get to know people, and you get to know what they need, and you try to help out in any way you can, and everybody helps in mm -hmm. different ways, that this town gives back. Yeah, they support. They do people, and they love the people that are vested in the town. Mm -hmm. And that's been like, honestly, like I have never. I 
I traveled for 25 years all over the world. I was mm -hmm. on the road 250 nights a year. So I, <laughs> I would wake up and not even know what hotel I was in because every Marriott looks like a Marriott and every Hilton looks like a Hilton. So if I'm in Chicago or, where am I? or Toronto or wherever. Um, but when I come in here every day and I get out of my car and I open the door, like it feels different. Mm -hmm. and it feels like you're part of something. And mm -hmm. it feels like when somebody honks at you on the way by, mm -hmm. or they come in, or I walk downtown and I walk into Birchwood and there's four of my customers sitting there drinking coffee and I can sit and just chat with them. Yep. Um, to me, that's A, the reason you know we came here and B, why I want to work for me because it's like, it's just so mm -hmm. personal. Yeah. And I think yeah. that town, this town is really rare in terms of suburban entities that allow that. Right. There are a few, yeah. um, but I think this is one of the best if you look at the mix of population and business client, and mm -hmm. civic opportunity, people helping out. Right. All these people doing good. Yeah, <laughs> so, there are a lot. <laughs> you know, that's, that personalness makes it like, no matter how much we work or how hard we work, or it, it feels really good. Mm -hmm. every, Every day, yeah, yeah. And then the one piece and you probably didn't notice, but too, but the one piece that I'm impressed with is clearly as we're getting older, there are younger. Me? Oh, no, we're not getting not you, but <laughs> I'm. I, I, Peter, <laughs> Peter Pan's my hero. I understand that, but the reality of the yeah. age, the calendar is still going forward. But I'm being, I'm impressed by the youth that's coming up behind us. There's a lot of yes. young kids, not just high school, but now in the early twenties, thirties. They're fortunate in some cases to actually come back if they've never left, um, and they're starting to get involved as well. And yeah. that's that's the natural transition, which speaks to the life cycle. We need to keep things going. And that well, in some cases they're generational. I mean, yeah. Rich's kid Kobe's just slaying it mm -hmm. on the local level. Right. Hopefully he'll move on to whatever he wants and be successful. But you know, there's a lot of people who really care. You know, mm -hmm. we, we saw in this last election cycle there was a whole bunch of new blood. Right. Um, they're really they're really digging in yeah. and you're right it's 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 pretty cool I mean Franklin's kind of unique in the at least my perspective and I I'm certainly not as learned as the people who've been here their whole lives mm -hmm. and there are many right but it seems to be like there are a, not an insignificant amount of generational people getting mm -hmm. involved you know right. second and that's that is pretty pretty odd spot yeah yeah so I mean they're here they're not leaving and they're gonna continue to build yeah. this place Yep. Definitely. Good. So, some advice, perhaps, of uh, any business that may not be aware of what you do already, other than having listened to this, they'll say, "Well, what does Jim do? <laughs> um, what does Allegra do?" We'll put it that yeah, way. You know, we do anything from, you know, the more mundane stuff that printers do. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. on the, on, it's not boring for me because it's my job and right. it's our team's job. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have local companies. We do packaging inserts. It's the things that you throw away when you open the package that have to <laughs> be there later. Cases, yeah. But they, you know, we, we do a lot of that. We yep. do packaging, which is in that same mundane category. Um, as it moves up the excitement scale, uh, the graphic design work, if somebody has a new concept for a business, we can help them build a brand and help mm -hmm. them get appropriate colors and consistency. I think when I talk to new business owners, that's the one thing that you really kind of need a second pair of eyes because when you're yeah. really vested in your own vision, sometimes it's kind of hard to see if there are any yeah. inconsistencies or <laughs> flaws. And I spent 
11 years of my early career at Bose, which is run by engineers, and one of the processes we used to go through as a company was both from a product development and as well as a marketing, is you develop a concept and then you go into these committee meetings, which were frightening because the people that go into that room's job was to blow giant holes in your theories and in right. your, your concepts right. and yeah. anything that was associated sure. so that yeah. by the end of the process, and it would be a multi-cycle review, mm -hmm. you had something that was that was vetted yeah. internally before it went external. Yeah. And I think from a, a local business, what I provide is that kind of um, ability to look at it with a completely objective set of eyes. Mm -hmm. um, I can help them create content. I can work with our graphic designer to help them realize their vision in mm -hmm. a way that elevates what they're doing. Um, and, you know, and then executing a plan. We have a lot of different levers we can pull for small businesses in terms of customer acquisition and that's where I see most people struggle because it, it's really hard to work on your business and work in your business at the same time and that's you know it's a trap that that I fall into mm -hmm. and I'm kind of yeah. promoting the idea of yeah. get out of it and work yep. on it right but you know as any business owner knows, there are just times where you got to dive into the deep end of the pool and don't come out for a while because things just have to get done. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, what I provide is that kind of that second set of eyes. That somebody who's going to push you because you've given me permission to push you, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and yeah. and execute the plan and also help them measure it. So you know, one good example is like one of the things people don't look at with marketing is like. They always want to know what their return on any investments sure. should be. Right. So ROI. if, if, if yeah. it's a mail or if it's online or it's ad spend mm -hmm. or Google search, what's your return? Well, for most types of businesses, you can calculate the average annual value of a client. Then you calculate the lifetime value of that client. And because of my background in sales, marketing, general management, I have a lot of financial training because I worked for some great people and mm -hmm. some great companies that sure made me do this in my yep. younger years, but it paid off. You get exposed to the debits and credits and oh, what's, what's the details in that yeah. process flow, et cetera. My, yeah. you know, when I, I ran a distributor, you know, 150,000 items, 2,500 employees, so you kind of had to know your numbers. Absolutely. But in a really short amount of time, if they're willing to share some of this information, we can come up and say, okay, so here's what your average client brings in. Mm -hmm. Landscaping is a great example of that. So you're doing the lawn every week, you're mm -hmm. doing fall cleanup, spring cleanup. Usually they're doing some sort of treatment and fertilizer. Yep. And I've had people come in and I'm like, oh, David, we've never thought of it in that context. I'm like, okay, so let's talk about marketing, right? If your average customer is going to spend $2,500 a year, which for a landscaper is not, that's a pretty nominal, mm -hmm. that's a sure. pretty normal average annual value for that client. I said, let's just look at the numbers. I said, if you do it's a great business because you only really have to market like three or four times a year. Right. You know, you've got winter, which is get ready for spring. You've got fall, which is let's clean up all your mm -hmm. leaves. Sure. And then you've got, you know, treatment cycle. Mm -hmm. So you can do like, say, one a quarter. I said, how many houses do you want to hit? How, where do you want to grow? We can calculate a base rate and know that if you might send out 4,500 pieces of mail and then marry it up to a social campaign. So all in it might cost you $4,000. Well, mm -hmm. if you get two clients, Every single cycle, that's eight, that's 10, you know, mm -hmm. now you're talking eight new clients with an average annual value of 2,500, a lifetime value of probably somewhere around 5,000. And they go, wow, I didn't really look at it that way. And it's one of those things that if you can kind of quantify it for mm -hmm. people, they're like, that works. Yeah. Versus if there's nothing on the back end and no metric. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they? Why would they want to do it? Because right. like I said, it's a black hole. You might as yeah, well just go and burn is. your money in your front lawn. Uh, yeah. So 
you know, those are the types of things when people come in here that I want to talk about them. I and I think it's surprising because I don't, I love the process of making things. I love the fact that we manufacture things here. Mm -hmm. To me, that, that yeah. tangibility is fun. Yeah, it, tactile. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's there. And we do a lot of online stuff too out of here. Mm -hmm. But more, what we, it, what makes me the most proud is that when come, people come in in six months going, man, we just got through our third cycle, man. We're up 12 clients. And I'm like, they do the math for me now. And they're like, $60,000 in revenue over a two-year period. Mm -hmm. And maybe we spent ten. Right. That's, that's an I'm ROI. Going, well, yeah, just keep doing more of it because if you do that math over and over again, sure. it, it's predictable and right. it shows people a path to get to that next right. level in their business. And that's what, like, if you really want to know what yanks my chain, that that is mm -hmm. something that, like, yeah. I love that because to yeah. me, it's like, it's one thing to, like, be a business and go, I made X amount of money or I sold X amount of widgets. Mm -hmm. Right. But to me, it's like, no, man, these, these five companies are absolutely killing it. And this guy, like, can now, or this woman can now, like, send her kid to a better college or they mm -hmm. can get a nicer house or even just buy a nicer car. Right. Or maybe he was right. driving the same old crappy van mm -hmm. for his work, and now he has something that is a functional tool and a part of his business. Right. And to me, that's why we did this. Mm -hmm. And that's the absolute best part of my job. And that's when people come in and talk to me. I don't ever talk, say, what can I print for you? Mm-hmm. We just sit in the room we're in right now, and I just say, "Tell me about what you do." Yeah, because most people are super proud of that, they you know, and they and they really just light yeah. up. And I'm yeah. like, "Well, what's that's that's a good day." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what happens when they come in, and it surprises yeah. people. But you know, and on the on the Monday, if they have things that need to get made, we make lots of stuff here, and we sure. do it really well. And mm -hmm. my team, the the, the team that, and the employees we have here, are just I mean, it's hard to find employees for small businesses, but mm -hmm. like I have. A graphic designer with over 20 years of technical and, and graphic design experience. I've got a production guy that's been doing this for 17 years. And mm -hmm. He's like MacGyver right. with these right. machines. He can do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I buy things that he doesn't know how to use, and a week later he masters them. Um, I just, we just, uh, anybody sees our YouTube, we just bought this insanely cool folder. And, does like 10,000 double folds an hour and it's for packaging and, and yeah, so forth sure but you know uh, I brought it in and Marty's like man this thing's pretty you know it's, it's analog it's like an old Rube Goldberg okay machine. Right, right in a digital world this thing is it's an analog but it's a beast and it, it was made you know 30 years ago so sure. it'll never run out wear right. out and he just figured it out and then um, you know we've, we've hired some new folks I've got a, a, an intern from Black Snow Valley she's, mm -hmm. she's amazing yeah um, so yeah it's it's good. It's good and, and it satisfies both of my intellectual sense, which is like the tangibleness of making things locally. Yes. And then also the, the intellectual pursuit of like helping people mm -hmm. reach their goals. Sure. And create the smiles. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's like, I love it when people come back. We have a client who's actually my Rico sales rep. He owns a couple of gyms and we did a couple of sales experiments and marketing experience and they went, they were only averaging, I think it was one to four new members a month. Mm -hmm. And he was about 15 members below his break even, mm -hmm. which is tough because he's yeah. writing checks every month right. and it's not coming yeah, back. No. And we have a, an online technology that marries to direct mail and social and Facebook and we, we we blasted out a couple of mailers, and all of a sudden, like two months later, they were up 39. I mean, it was just insanely mm -hmm. successful. Not everybody's going to hit that level. I no. think we no. we did it in January, which is if you're a gym, that's when you want. <laughs> that's that's the beginning but of the year. Everybody gets that awareness. Now he's profitable. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. you want to talk smiles? 
you know, because yeah. it's a lot of pressure. Anybody who owns a business knows, like, you have months where you're underwater yeah. and it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah, rather, <laughs> rather uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Never so. mind, painful eventually, but you don't want to get that far. <laughs> no, and then you're gonna have it. It's a cycle, yeah. but yeah. it's uh, yeah. you know, those are the those are the best days for me. Yeah. And the cycle is interesting too because while you have to execute, you're in kind of that flywheel, and all of a sudden the flywheel just yeah. starts going faster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and those yeah. are happy problems. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, that's, yeah, I'd rather be sitting here with people going, let's pause it. And because when you get in the other direction, it's way, way more stressful because yeah. stress is alleviated by people making profit. Mm -hmm. You know, you can always say at the end of the day when you're super busy, like, well, we're doing well and I can, mm -hmm. everybody's getting paid and bonused. And, right. You know, right. And that's kind of the other thing about on, the, on our side is that like we have a pretty active bonus program here and I, when we do well, I, when, when I do well, everybody else does mm -hmm. and those are the best checks I can cut. Yeah. And it's like, I, I tell them every month, they're so close, let's just get over mm -hmm. the line. I'm going to yep. write you a check. And yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the incentive of doing good work and then, oh, by the way, getting a little extra for it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, that's good. No, that's good. Well, thank you for taking time to share this today and hopefully oh, people will uh, listen and then knock on the door, <laughs> reach out and stop by instead of just passing by. <laughs> well, I, you know, I tell everybody, just come on by and see what we do. It's, uh, it's, it's a cool... It's a cool thing, and, and I say that as a relative newcomer to this industry. Mm -hmm. um, every day I learn something new, um, and it's uh, it's it's a really neat thing, and it's a neat connection. So you know, whether you need anything or not, stop in, poke your head in, and say hi. The dog's here. You know, she's yeah. always happy he'll, to greet people. Greet you, greet you. <laughs> well, yep. she gets more hits on Facebook than we do. <laughs> yeah, I can post the most interesting business-minded posts on any of these platforms, but if I put a silly picture of the dog, forget about it. Right. Yep. <laughs> so, well, um, that, that's all goodness in terms of creating the awareness. Oh, yeah. And then, well, where did I see that dog for? Oh, that was Allegra. Let me go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My good customers, you know, they're like, you, 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 you cheaped out again. You went for the dog picture. I'm like, yeah, I went for the dog picture. <laughs> but it works. It works. So, but yeah, thanks for having me, man, and hopefully we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah, indeed. And we do this for the listeners because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.